Yeah, for our end of summer breakfast club. Good morning, everybody. Here we go. You are ours until 10 (laughs) o'clock. We're Uh. holding you hostage. (laughs) We are on the Dormar stage here at Papa Boo's. I got a text last night, Papa Boo's, B-O-O-Z-E. And I thought, come on, it's B-O-O-S, Papa Boo's. Boo! Yeah. Right? But then the more I thought about it, it kind of would make sense. B-O-O-Z-E. Yeah, of course. We're going to do a little drinking this morning. <laughs> yes, we are. Thanks a to little? Shiner Beer and Kira Automotive. We got a good crowd. Boy, it's a little chilly, though, eh, Torg? Yeah. yeah. You're in a parka. It's weird. Well, and actually, that, he yeah. had to go back Gary, to his take car. take your snow I, boots off. I put my headphones on, not because I need them or we need them. But just for warmth. Yeah, for warmth. Yeah, you got yeah. the hat. You had to go back to your car. I saw you walking back. You said, I've got to get another. Uh, add another hoodie. Another hoodie to, to the wear, layers. I, I'm wearing two hoodies under this full cold moon. Always have to have a hoodie in your car. Always. Always. Is that kind of like. You and a pair a- of underwear. So that's, that's the emergency kit, along, <laughs> along with the, what, jumper cables and flares. You got to have underwear and a hoodie. And underwear in your glove box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, Torg, because it's a Tesla, it's digital underwear. Oh, it's exactly. yeah. 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 digital yeah. panties. Okay. Yeah. Giga underwear. <laughs> yes. Well, good crowd, man. Yeah, so far. It is, what a uh, hearty early. crowd. It is dark, and it is, as I mentioned, chilly. What's going on, buddy? Scuba Steve's in the house. Oh, boy. Scuba Steve. And you know, everyone here has a nickname. He's going to be the guy passed out at 830 during Michael Evans. No, are you kidding? Uh, I'm going to be on his boat later doing little, well, a little something. Yeah, look at Scuba. (laughs) Scuba says, not today, Captain. Radio City is warming up when I walked in nice and early, fronted by the lovely Nikki Marie. So we'll hear from them a little bit later. Yeah, And we still have all the regular features today, right? We got Fat Guy at 905. We got Michael Evans. The Return. Of Brandon Lang, write down your picks. Gambling's legal now. This is the first year. We've had him like six years. Right. First year, you go on FanDuel or whatever app you want. Jerry will say DraftKings. I say FanDuel. (laughs) It's less filling, tastes great. We love them both. Um, But you can just immediately write down his picks. And because we get people of, oh, the picks were great this week, or all the picks were, well, now you can see. Like I've always, you know, I was doing it in my third world country app last year, but <laughs> you can see with your own pocketbook if you wish, if you want to put down the picks and put some money down and, on and them. Think about that, giving the given that it's legal this year for the first time, as you just mentioned. But go back six years at first year, second year with Brandon Lang. Remember, it was kind of controversial. Yeah. Oh, are you encouraging people to? Oh, and to and here we oh, are, fully, cash. fully legal in the state. Yeah. I wonder what Brando's going to have to say. That's you know what? I just, I just realized I have money in my third world account, and I don't even remember enough what to it, bet yeah. with. Or no, enough to like try to cash out, but they try to like. Keep it. Give yeah. you Bitcoin. Oh. <laughs> uh. No, no you'll cash you out in, in gift cards. Yes. I told my buddy when we started doing this, this is a great idea. It sounds good. But if we ever want to cash out, that's going to be, we might have to go like all in on a game and then just keep doing it to see what happens. So, yeah. Lose it or use it? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Where if yes. you've used these apps, and I have, and I fan duel, you cash out and it just comes in your right, bank right, right away. Right. Unlike someone calling you asking you if, yeah, well, you know, 
And with uh, officially the first week of college football beginning uh, this weekend, Minnesota last night, last second field goal to upset Nebraska. You know, uh, that was a game where if I was betting it, and I was unsure early on, you just don't know in Nebraska because they got a new head coach in right, Minnesota's right. Minnesota. That was his debut. Yeah, that was a game where I would have took Nebraska, even though it was at home in Minnesota. No no advantage there, no home field. Right, right, I would have right. went because it was seven, and – I probably would have took Nebraska there. Yeah. But we'll find out with Brandon Lang who he likes. And then, of course, the Buckeyes in Indiana. That's a big spread, 30 points. Uh, that and a that half. is. And there's so many. There's a lot of unknown going yep. into this first game. So we'll talk to uh, Zach Boren, 740. Is that yes. I have that Zach's going to come on. That on your list? Uh, Zach? Right. Little Zach yep. attack? We, you know, Zach should be the handicapper for the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> Yesterday after the show, I don't Chris, think he'll watch that. No, you no, don't think so. You don't think his uh, lovely bride he, is going to be the one? Yeah, to, but they to, they want to see the twenty thirty. You know that's because they're young. They yeah, don't want to watch the golden bachelor. I right? I watched the video. Meet the contestants. There's some gals. They're crazy. There's some gals. Yeah, they're a little bit crazy there. Some a uh, little. Uh, there's some work done on some of those gals. Hold tight. Yes, but they're they're all age appropriate. Yes. If you've seen them, so what are they're are they their fifties? Oh 40s? no no 70s. no no no! The bachelor's 60s. seventy. He's oh, seventy-one. There's, there's a few in the so the, so the women yes, are, are yes. Okay, yes. all right. They're late sixties, seventy. Okay. Mid, there's a mid sixties gal who's yeah. pulled a little tight. Right, right. You know that I was kind of looking, going hmm. where she has the perpetual smile. And there's <laughs> that the one gal, the ugly gal. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what her. They just wanted one ugly one. Yeah, and good what? personality. She, that's what yeah. I was going to say. She must, good personality. She must have a personality <laughs> yeah. or some sort of talent or yeah. something oh, to, yeah, talent. to make the show, yeah. right? She yes. can take out her dentures. That's yeah. her talent. <laughs> you know what? That, sometimes that's all we have, guys. Yeah. So. But she's got a sparkling personality. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's two. Uh, one a little bigger. And then one not attractive. But, yeah, you're right. A, a few of them uh, kind of play young. Yes. They look pretty good. And there's one that looks like Kris Jenner that's had way too much work done. R- uh, yeah, Maybe she's the villain. She might be the uh, the leader of the, of the pack. Yes. Because there's going to be a – I'm watching. I'm all in. And I don't watch the bad. When does that kick off? Next week? Uh, pretty weeks? soon because yeah. I, they're promoting right. the hell out of it. Right, right. Maybe we get the Golden Bachelor on. Yeah, maybe we uh, we make that our homework. Isn't it sad I don't want to watch the young people? I'm watching the well, it's guy a, who may be wearing diapers well, in three well, years. Well, that's the you hook. Never know what's gonna, exactly, that's yeah, the hook for it. That's the hook. At least you know they're in it for real, right? Like the Golden Bachelor, the odds of him getting married compared to the 20-year-old is... Right, way right. better. Well, he doesn't want to spend the rest of his life alone, so yeah. he's going to be looking pretty hard for somebody. Instead of a rose, they hand him a blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> you got a good laugh on that one, Tony. Yeah. All right, so we are here until 10, is that correct? Yeah, right? Fat Guy Movie Review, by the way, has one of your favorite actors it in a movie. does indeed. And it's not looking good, though. Have you seen uh, that? We, well, we were joking about it a week ago, remember? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But how do people know, like, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 36 or whatever, and it hasn't been released? And I, will, I don't know how that works. Yeah. Maybe they base it, it on the buzz that there's already it? been. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but two movies this week for Fat Guy, and of course, everybody at Papa Boo's. Let's make some noise out there. Are we are we alive this morning? Get these people some shots, and we'll do a little Michael Evans replay next. From your QFM 96, Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, Sears Heating and Cooling, 100% relief, 0% financing. 
Sunshine for today. Going to have a high 83. Eventually, it'll be a high 83. Don't feel that way now. Easily, though, the best week of the year this oh, past absolutely. week. Are you kidding? Uh, clear, the summer, anyways. Uh, clear tonight, a low 59 and sunshine for your Saturday. Warming up. It's going to be a hot weekend. Uh, lower 90s by Sunday. But uh, for Saturday, it's uh, going to be a high 88. 57 right now. All right, everybody, federal student loan payments are set to start back up on October the 1st and after a three-year pause. Uh, but the first step in the process does start today, September 1, the date that interest starts to build on those loan balances again. There's a short-term bright side. Okay, short-term bright side. Uh, the Biden administration is giving borrowers a year-long grace period during which no one will default on their loans if they miss a payment. Yeah, I wish we could do that with mortgage. That would be great. Interest rates will be the same as what borrowers were paying before March of 2020. Hey, uh, you guys all love your tacos, don't you? I know that for a fact. Love them. Well, a Columbus-based taco restaurant has been named one of the country's best cheap, Del Taco. cheap places to eat. Del by, Taco. No, it's not Del Taco. Bet, And it's a Columbus-based taco joint. Best cheap places to eat by USA Today. Condado Tacos was named the country's fourth best fast food chain. Boo! Just below them on the list was another. Are they the ones that wouldn't sell, uh, serve, serve the to the cops? Yeah. Yeah, they get 0.0. 0. Yeah. Oh, they did. Back oh. in 20, they okay. turned the cops away. Uh, so Skyline Chili was ranked seventh in the country. Never forget, Jerry. Yeah, people love their yeah, Skyline. Skyline. love their Skyline. Did you see that guy from Barstool who went to Skyline for the first time and he wanted to hate it and he just loved it? He just no. chowed down. Yeah, it was, yeah. I saw it yesterday. He wanted to hate it. He's got a big bowl of Skyline, and then he just digs right in. And he was an Italian kid. He was uh, surprised by yes. how good it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah, I see that video all the time. Uh, so the Department of Defense going all in on the UFO trend. Fans of the topic will now get to sift through the declassified info that was released on a new website from the DOD. The website is the official page for the public to interact with the all-domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Uh, it's a fairly new Pentagon office tasked with reviewing and analyzing UFOs or UAPs, whatever you want to call them. Uh, the site isn't live yet, but the Pentagon will update the public on its launch. It's Dan Aykroyd and the guy from Blink-182 <laughs> yeah, watching videos on YouTube. And they'll be investigating Trump in a month. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need, more government. Exactly. <laughs> and we've all heard of dry January. Folks stopped drinking for a month after all the sober holidays. Sober Well, no, it's sober September. That is oh, the new God. one. So oh, today, yeah. I'm just, sorry. Just tell us all to quit. Just quit now. So put all your, your alcoholic beverages Biden down. Biden says two beers a week for the average adult male. <laughs> When's drunk July? Right, yes. <laughs> Uh, so sober September, they say if you you do do it, it may help you drop a few pounds. Have a holiday. few in June. Yeah. Um, your Kemba we need to encourage drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic for your Friday morning heading into the holiday weekend. So far, accident free, and that's traffic. All right, a special hot five at Papa Boo's. Great. Uh, the sun's coming up. You got the moon. We're looking at the listeners. People drinking a Shiner beer. Good time. We'll do cut number one. Chiefs coach Andy Reid was on the Chris Long podcast. He's a former player of Andy's with the Eagles. Andy talks in this cut about using a play he got from a janitor. I took one from a janitor one time at Green Bay. I mean, I just, <laughs> no, I, you got to tell me this. Well, no, we had a janitor. It was a mom and pop uh, group that cleaned our facility forever. And then 
they were game day. And, you know, this guy kept telling me, who's a, he was the owner of the company, the father of the, the family, and he goes, I've got this play for you. And he kept telling me this over and over. Finally, I said, okay, here's a card. Draw up the play. And he drew up the play. I go, dang, that's pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. We called the play just before halftime. And it scored. And he starts hitting his wife. And he's going, that's my play. That's my play. And she's going, yeah, right. Yeah, sure it is. And that, uh, you know, that's, uh, well, we'll take it from anywhere. That's my play. Sure, honey. Can you take out the trash? Hey, it worked, Mr. Janitor. Yes. I like Andy Reid. You like Andy Reid? I like Andy Reid. I kind of do, too. Chubby, he's got a mustache. What's not to like? I like him. All right, clip number two. Everybody loves bacon, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, Dog, yes. you love Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. He was at Madison Square Garden uh, a couple of nights ago, and he introduced a very, very special guest. Please welcome Mr. Kevin Bacon. And I bring to you my songs I'd like to spend a day or two But I can't stay there long You may be right I may be crazy But it just may be a lunatic you're looking for It's too late to fight Or too late to change pretty good well the entertainer he was good and then he Kevin Bacon comes in a little distorted yeah Billy I think has a lot of guests do a lot of his vocals does he and it's interesting because when I saw the video he still sounds good oh I don't he think sounds he great. needs to he sounds better exactly. than uh, Elton these yeah. days yeah you guys didn't see it because you don't have Disney plus correct correct the gardens guardians of the galaxy Christmas special that Kevin Bacon starred in damn good Bacon's damn likable in it it's a really good job. It's just like an hour Christmas special where they kidnap right, Kevin right. Bacon. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. One of the guys, like the raccoon. No, not the raccoon. Uh, Dave Batista and then one of the other characters, I don't know, kidnap Kevin Bacon to give to Chris Pratt for Christmas. Ah, uh, okay. And Bacon plays a very likable Kevin Bacon. Well, Kevin Bacon is one it. of those actors, too, that he has done really no wrong. He's very yeah, likable. Yeah, Bateman. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of like that. I had to tell you, I was. Uh, my wife was watching Footloose when I came home one day. And he's hanging out in the gym doing gymnastics with his buddy. Just hanging out after school on the, you know, doing gymnastics. It's like, wow, that's the 80s, isn't it? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And then they do the tractor chicken thing and foot footloose kind of cheesy. It's showing its age yes, is what is. you're saying? Yes, yes. a town that outlaws dancing. Gymnastics. <laughs> yes. Uh, here's cut number three. History was made in baseball. Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna becomes the first player with 30 homers and 60 stolen bases in a season. Ronald hammers this to left center. That ball is history. And Ronald Acuna Jr. just made history. He has Major League Baseball's first ever 30-60 season, and he does it in grand fashion. Yeah, they've done... Uh, 40-40, right? 
Braves won that, by the way. Yeah, uh, against the Dodgers. Boy, how about the Braves? They dominate the, you know, I know they only won World, one World Series with the Maddox and the Glavins, but, uh, you know, dominate the 90s, dominate the early 2000s, didn't take them very long, and they're right back at it again. Yeah, they're, uh, that's a hell of an organization. Yep, There's no is. doubt about it. Take suck on it, Yankees. Yeah. (laughs) All right, clip number four in your Breakfast Club Hot Five this Friday morning. Can anybody tell me, shout out, what's the date today? What's the date? It's September 1st, right? Yep, September 1st. Well, this is for all you Buckeye fans. Oh, wait. The season. Rich. Thank you. The season officially kicks off for the Buckeyes tomorrow, and it was on this day back in 07. It's just a little something to put a smile on your face. Go ahead, Rich. Already, snap good the whole oh, kick. Oh, the kick is oh, good. The Mountaineers are going to try to take it to the big house. Go to the big house. 20, 15. Oh, the Mountaineers have just beat the Michigan Wolverines. Remember this day, men, for it will be yours for all time. Jerry Moore gets a ride off the field. What a win. Appalachian State 34, Michigan 32. Uh, that's Block. my heaven. If I go to heaven. Block field enough, goal yeah. as time ran out. How about that? The great thing about that game is. That was the biggest upset of all time. You think? Absolutely. I think so, too. Uh, well, outside of USA and Russia, that's second. But I, I football, me- though. Yeah, football, football, absolutely. Uh, I remember that game because Appalachian State had a had a lead, and then so you hear about it, obviously. People are tech Buckeye fans. You're texting each other. And then you watch the end. You thought, oh, no, Michigan came back and won. And then they block are going to win. They're going to make this field goal. Yeah, And right. then they block it. It was just pure happiness, right. just pure joy. I mean, <laughs> and I remember the excuses. One of the Michigan players said they all got stoned before the game, and I'm thinking to myself, well, if, even if you did get stoned 30 minutes into the game, it doesn't affect you in the second yeah. half. There were some uh, dark days there at the end of Lloyd on into Brady Hoke and Rich Rod. Yeah, let's hope it's a some deja vu dark, this year, huh? Dark days. Yeah, let's get some of those this year. Who do they play week one this week? Uh, East Carolina. East Carolina, let's go. Whatever they're called, the fighting paper cuts, let's go. Cut number five, a Nebraska man. Imagine this. He's pulled over in his convertible. And do you guys know who's riding shotgun? A bull. Here's the police captain. The officers received a call reference, a car driving into town that had a a cow in it. They thought that it was going to be, you know, like a calf, something smaller, something that actually fit inside the vehicle. As a result, the, the officer performed a traffic stop and addressed some traffic violations that were occurring uh, with that particular uh, situation. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Michael Jordan. It was a bull. A bull. A bull. And did you see the picture? I mean, this thing is huge. Like 1,500 pounds. Oh, right, right. Oh. How about that? What was it, an old Cadillac or something? I don't know. No, it what was just was a, it was just a sedan. I mean, it, but it was like an, an old one because yeah. it was had to, it was been big. It was an Ultima Buick. I mean, yeah. it was. Oh, and you see the Bull horns. wasn't sitting in a Kia. Yeah. <laughs> Bulls turning the channel on the radio. <laughs> hey, you're a passenger. You don't change the can't, channel in my car. He's got that one hoof out the window, it playing in the wind. Yeah. Can't yeah. get a seatbelt on, so it's beeping. Yeah. There's your hot five.
News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. All right, here on the Torg and Elliot Show, there's a few things we like to talk about. Food, of course. Ah, uh, that is correct. Okay. Uh, apparently, Jennifer Aniston's boobs. We like to talk about that. Uh, and the third thing we love to talk about, cars. All about cars. Well, not only is the summer of 23 on track to be the hottest ever on record, according to Auto Trader, the car market is heating up as well. Uh, the online marketplace for cars sharing the most researched new and used cars. So the, the hottest new cars right now for the summer... The Ford F-150, the hottest seller without a the doubt. The biggest seller for the last decade, I believe. But at number two, the Chevy Silverado 1500. Yeah, that's what the people are about. Yeah, truck. Okay, another truck. The uh, the Ram 1500. Ram, yeah. Okay, then you got the Ford F-250. Then you got the GMC uh, Sierra 1500. Jeep Wrangler at six. Uh, Ford Bronco. I'm not digging the new Ford, the little Ford Bronco. And I, you do like it? I, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. See, that I, I don't either. I just don't the like two it. two-door I like, not the four. Not the four-door. Uh, Toyota T- uh, Tacoma comes in at eight, and uh, Chevy Silverado 2500 at nine, and the Toyota Tundra at number 10. Now, as far as used now, those cars. Are, I was going to say, those are the American cars. Yes, though. correct. Yes. Uh, and these are the hottest sellers. Now, for the used cars, uh, the number one used car people are buying is a Ford F-150. Then you got the Jeep Wrangler, Chevy Silverado, the, the uh, F-250. The Chevy Corvette for used cars. Uh, that comes in at 5. The Toyota Tacoma. The Ford Mustang at 7. The Ram 1500. The GMC Sierra at 9. And the Toyota Tundra at 10. So, Torx Tesla is one of the biggest sellers worldwide. And China. Did, did you see uh, did Australia, Europe? Did you see Torx backed in his Tesla? Yes, he did. First right time I've seen your behind the, the stage. I mean, Elon wouldn't have parked like that. <laughs> I gotta keep warm. Wow. Man. I gotta go there at the front. <laughs> it's freezing. He backs that black, that beautiful <laughs> black new Tesla up to the back door of our little stage here, and uh, yeah, I got you're, Frank with security watching it. You're the king. No, they told me to park there. I yeah. said, where do I park? And Deuce, Deuce, Good listen. Job. If but you, the rest of us peasants, hey, we parked in the yeah. parking lot. I'm parked down at the flying. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta take a shuttle to the flying <laughs> J truck oh, but stop. No, Torg just backs right <laughs> in. If you've ever been to an event, you know Amy Deuce Hughes is in charge. She's the enforcer. And when I pulled in, she said, Torg, you park there, and I don't want to get punched in the throat, yeah, so right. I park there. She said, park there, that's where I park. And she's a little sloppy because she was at Bike Night in Marysville last yes. night. T- Kemper? I do what I'm told. Kemper, it's kind of a Central Ohio tour for you. You should yep. do Circleville this weekend in Springfield uh, uh, on you Monday. You know what? It has yep. been done. So, yeah, one end of the state Marysville, last night. And then back uh, here to Thornville. Lake. Yes, yeah. exactly. Delaware, get, squeeze that in in the afternoon. Oh, I'm sure I could. Yeah. How much sleep do you think you got last night? Uh, about four hours. Yeah. Yeah, about yeah. four hours. Uh, someone, someone in the parking lot was talking about how Christy gets up. Boy, she gets up at 3 a.m. and she works till 3 in the afternoon. And uh, then I just rolled down my car window uh, and went, wah, wah. <laughs> Hey, don't let him peek behind the curtain. Come on, it's all the illusion that we want yeah. to present. It's so funny when he did back that Tesla in there, and I, you and I are back there, and I hear Torg's voice, and I'm like, well, where, where is it coming from? Well, he's sitting in his car, of course. It's cold. It's cold. And he rolls the window down with those tinted windows. Yeah. <laughs> You look like a spy. Want a piece of candy, little girl? <laughs> Come on in. Warming up a little bit now, though, as the sun comes up. It's going to be a beautiful day. we got a little mist out over the lake. All the overhead uh, hanging bulbs are lit. It's beautiful. And did you see all the dock spaces are full? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. And you know what I love, too? 
Love betting on college and pro football. Now, we don't have pro till next week, but we got a lot of college picks with our handicapper, Brandon Lang. Remember, bet at your own risk. You know, we're not claiming you're going to be a millionaire, but you get a little info if you want to bet this weekend on some college games, including the Buckeyes game with Brandon Lang after some Tom Petty. Live from Papa Boo's at Buckeye Lake, it's the QFM 96 End of Summer Breakfast Club presented by Schreiner Beer and Kier Automotive. Here's Torg and Elliot. Brandon Lang's Picks, powered by the Torg and Elliot Tailgater, now available at Junkyard Dogs in Lindworth. Don't show up on Lane Avenue empty-handed. Junkyarddogs.com He's back, baby. I think this is like five, six years with our buddy Brandon Lang. BrandonLang.com is the site. Let's have a winning season. Not often, Torg. I could say I miss a man. I miss this guy. Yeah, we miss you, Brandon. Well, I'm kind of bummed because I'm on like a 15-5 and five baseball run, and now i got to say no to baseball and get right into college football, which, listen, I college football, college basketball, I love to death. Um, but you get on one of these little mini heaters in baseball, you're like, just like, I mean, I'll keep betting it on the side, but um, it's it's great. I always said baseball is the, the most fun sport to bet. No points bet, just a money line. But. Yeah, and you know, I like betting uh, September baseball games, Brandon, because a lot of times you do call-ups and you get a bad team against a good team. You bet, do you do six innings? Because I do a lot of six-inning bets. I'll tell you what I do do. I do a lot of run line. Okay. And, you know, you get a team like Houston who's hitting the ball, or Atlantis who's hitting the ball, and you'll take a 275 favorite and knock him down to minus 130. And then, you know, Justin Verlander was going into Detroit last Sunday. And right. He was, like minus, he was like minus 190. And I'm like, wow, that seems really low. So then you run line him to plus like 120, and they won the game 17 to 4. And for people listening right now, run line means they have to win the game by two runs or more. You're laying a run and a half. And you just find these situations. Al DeMarco on my website's a big run line guy, and he, he absolutely crushes it. And, and um, you know, just the simple principles of betting baseball. But enough about baseball. It's college football. Yeah, let's – Great games. And we, let's we throw should, you – Go ahead, Torgan. I was going to say, you know, Indiana, OSU at Indiana, Indiana plus 29 and a half, but the Buckeyes are playing two quarterbacks. I mean, is this a game where you go with Indiana because the point spread's so high? Guys, I don't get it. It's still a Big Ten team out of the box. Now, I've had this game a few times in the past, and Indiana's been right there, and they have just squandered it. But out of the box, on the road, this is still an Indiana team that has some Big Ten talent. It's not like they're not going to show up and compete. And I say Ohio State early in the season, I just, guys, I just don't see it. I just don't. I like, I like Indiana in this spot. Now, I may be crazy. I may be out of my mind. Um, but that's a lot of wood to lay on the road first game out of the box when you're when you're shuffling quarterbacks and and doing what you're doing. No, so, I oh, and oh. I agree with you. Yeah, the yep. website is uh, brandonlang.com. Now, yesterday, Brandon, I was banging on this coverage and this obsession with the damn Colorado Buffaloes and Neon Dion. He's already succeeded in the sense people are talking about it regardless, but. Is there any favorites uh, when you look at TCU Colorado? Is is all this just a bunch of smoke, or has he indeed? What have you heard? Has he turned it around there? Well, I, I, first of all, I don't think people realize he's about to have his. He's about to lose his foot. 
he's had a couple of toes chopped off and, and he's limping around and it, people don't realize that, you know, he almost basically died. So he's got, he's just uh, limping around doing a great job. And, and like you said, he's got people flying high. Um, it's hard for me not to take the points here. It's crazy as that sounds. I, I think TCU had a dream season. I, I said on your guys' show last year that I didn't think TCU should have been in the final four and that it should have been Alabama. And then of course they somehow slipped by Michigan and get absolutely destroyed. Would Georgia have done that to Alabama? Um, because Alabama most certainly would have beat Michigan as well. Um, I don't, I think it's a huge hangover for TCU. I really do. Um, they lose their quarterback. They got a new kid coming in. I just think, I think they're going to cover. I do. As crazy as that sounds, I wouldn't trust TCU laying this kind of wood out of the box um, to this team unless, you know, TCU is as good as everybody thinks they're going to be. I don't. I think they're in for a, for a reversal. I think they're in for a down year. And I'll lean toward taking prime time. Not a game I'd What lost, is the number there, by the way? 21. 21. 21. Okay. Yeah, 21. So um, that's it. I'm, I'm going to lean towards, towards Colorado. Let's, listen. If they get blown out by like five touchdowns, that's going to be that. Now, what do you do? Now you get all this, you know, all this hype going. Now, now we get back to the drawing board. I think they compete. I do. Hey, what do you? Uh, Clemson hasn't been in the national title picture in a few years. They're on the road against Duke. Uh, Duke's favored by thirteen points, I believe. Is that one with Clemson a team you just don't touch? Well, a lot of services that I've been been talking to actually give Duke a shot to to hang in here. Um, college football home dogs and season openers who return seventeen or more starters, and Duke returns eighteen, I believe, are forty three sixteen and one against the spread since nineteen ninety. And if they won three or more games the previous year, twelve and two against the number, it's getting more than twelve points. I like Duke plus the points in this spot. Listen, I've said all along this. this this kid that replaced Uga Uga Chiba Chiba Uga Uga, who transferred to Oregon State, um, I don't. I'm not sold on him. I'm not, and asking him to cover this big number on the road out of the box with a very experienced Duke team. I'm going to take home dog plus twelve and a half. Hey, uh, another Big Ten matchup, and you get all these picks. BrandonLang.com, and if you go to the website, he's running a special right now. Penn State minus 20 and a half. West Virginia, with all reports, they're going to have a little down year. Penn State's had a couple of pretty incredible recruiting classes recently. Is this the year Penn State comes through? Do I trust James Franklin laying this kind of wood out of the box? Do you trust James to say, okay, we're going to make a statement? I I mean, every time I, I, I look at James and I lay the number with James, he goes, well, pre-game pre-game talk he says guys brandon lang said we're going to cover the number of days guys go out there be a little lackluster and let's just uh, let's kind of win by four and not cover that uh, 17 number or brandon lang went against us guys let's go win by five touchdowns and they do i, I can't <laughs> win if you if you gave me the final score of a penn state game before it, before it started james franklin would still figure out a way to screw it up i'm gonna take west virginia press the point uh, guys i'm a big neil brown fan mm-hmm. and i think that he's done a pretty good job there although some people say he's on the hot seat but like I just said, I'm, I'm not a big James Franklin covering big wood number, especially early in the season. So I'll take a little lean towards West Virginia plus the points. Okay. All right. What about LSU Florida State? That's the big one of the weekend, five versus eight. You know, it's funny. I had Florida State last year in this game. And I don't know what it is about playing in Orlando, but they've covered nine straight with a pair of pushes in Orlando. Remember, they won this game last year. It was a crazy game. They won it out of the box. And I think Florida State's better this year. 
Brian Kelly came in there, did a great job, 10 years, 95 million, bomb, bomb, bomb. Um, but let's remember, down the stretch, they were two and six against the spread their last eight. And I just don't, I don't like them laying points on a neutral field. I like what I'm seeing from Florida State. They're, they're, a lot of people say they're number four overall in the nation with returning production. Uh, seven and one straight up, six and two against the spread in this series since 1980, including four and zero straight up in a good spread when facing an LSU squad that's won six or more games the previous year. Give me Florida State outright. All right. Do you like guys? Uh, there anything that you like that we haven't mentioned? Like a little tidbit of look at this game. Any upsets? Um, I'll give you. I'll give you a sleeper that I that I really like. Hawaii at home plus seven over Stanford. Okay. They let Shaw go. They got a new coach in there, and and I'm telling you, Hawaii played a really tough game on the road. Hung in there, covered the number. Jimmy Chang, they're all they're all world quarterback from years back, has taken over. Give me Hawaii at home plus seven over Stanford. Little sleeper upset special. Awesome. Well, next week, you know, we won't talk to you before uh, the NFL kickoff. Do you have anything on the? And I don't even have the spread off the top of my head. The Lions and Chiefs. What do you have on that one? Do, do you like anyone? The, yeah, I believe the Lions seven and a half. I'm going to take Detroit. I'm telling you, I'm going to take Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. in Kansas City. In, listen, in Kansas City plus seven and a half. Let's make sure we're clear on that. I'm, I, okay. I'm a believer too, Brandon. Since you since yep. you just laughed nice. at me, like just like nice. I'm going to say that getting Casey early out of the box. First game, plus seven and a half with a Detroit team that's going to be my surprise team in the NFC. Give me Dan Campbell in the Lions. Plus seven right. I'm a believer too, man. Brandon, I'm yeah. coming your way tomorrow morning. I'll be watching that Buckeye game from the sports book at Cosmo. Nice. Yeah. You got you guys should hook up. We'll have a drink. Yeah. Well, BrandonLang.com is it's the site. Thanks so much, dude. We'll do it next week. Got it, guys. All right, now, Torg, all season long, we're going to give away these Torg and Elliott tailgaters from Junkyard Dogs. If you haven't heard, it's a dozen all-beef hot dogs, brats, or Italian sausage, or any combination thereof. Okay. You get two pounds of the seasoned fries, your choice of five toppings. It comes in a, uh, you know, you just want, it's a soft-sided scarlet and gray tailgater with our logo on it torg nice the torg and elliot tailgater we're going to give one away after brandon lang all season long order 96 bucks at junkyarddogs.com or right now caller number nine eight two one ninety six ninety six. or or is it the beginning of winter breakfast club oh Yay! i know it's 55 degrees we're all bundled up i just was in the ladies bathroom putting my hands under the dryer for about 10 minutes warming them up it's okay hey uh, you know Torgan, like beautiful we, though we Look go at the morning the clear we cool. go international. We have got someone here at the Breakfast Club. His girlfriend is in Peru right now. She streams QFM 96, and he's been doing a live thing to her in Peru. Karen in Peru. Karen in listening. Peru. There wow. are parents in foreign countries. Yes, We've there never are. gotten a complaint letter out of Peru. <laughs> no, well, not yet. On, Karen. <laughs> Morning's still young, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll piss someone off here. Yeah, it's, it's this guy right here in the, uh, in the there hoodie there. Hi, Karen. Yeah. Hello, Karen. From Peru. <laughs> Don't be. No, we can't wait. We're on the air, sir. We're live. We'd like to accommodate your one Karen in Peru. And yet, we cannot. So tomorrow, Buckeyes uh, football season officially uh, begins tomorrow, right? Yep. And Torg and I were laughing off the air earlier this week. There was an old uh, Key and Peel, the comedy team. Oh, great. Great they show. They did a classic, classic bit years ago about... 
the names, some of the players' names, right? Yeah, like Monday Night Football, they used to introduce themselves. Exactly. Like Jared Allen from Budweiser, you know, from Shiner University. And in this uh, little comedy bit you're going to hear here, Key and Peel do the players. It's the East-West game, and they're collegiate players, and it's a great uh, comedy bit. Rich, uh, back in the studio, go ahead and play the uh, snippet of Key and Peel in the football names. Desquarius Green, Jr., University of Notre Dame. Jack Marius Tactheratrix, Michigan State University. Jamaris Jamar, Jamaris and Lamar, University of Middle Tennessee. Hingle McCringleberry, Penn State University. <laughs> Xmas Jackson Flaxen Waxen, California University of Pennsylvania. X Wayne at Aliciousness, Missouri Western State. Scores Velociraptor Malois, South Dakota State University. The player formerly known as Mouse Cop, University of Missouri, Columbia. Dan Smith, BYU. So, Dan, Dan Smith. so we, were, we were laughing about that. We were talking about it, and then we looked that clip up, and it goes on for two, three minutes. Yeah, it's great. And as it goes on, the names just They keep... did it a few times. It was like yeah, an ongoing bit. Correct, yeah. correct. So Torg does a search. You know, players come, players go. We've had some great ones. Who's the guy in the end? Sauce Gardner now. Yes, I, yes. I mean, there's a lot of great names uh, that come out of college football and go into the uh, the league there. But this year, these are all current names I'm going to give you. Okay, these, all right. These are actual players. And uh, Oklahoma quarterback. Okay. You know who it is? No. General Booty. <laughs> <laughs> that was Christie's nickname at OU. Yes, <laughs> it Booty. was. General Booty. Yes. yes. And we'll go to Ohio. And he doesn't play tight end? We, <laughs> we will go to Ohio University. <laughs> the outside linebacker? Yep. Parker Titsworth. Yes. <laughs> that, yep. Was my, that was my nickname, too. T-I-T-S. <laughs> W-O-R-T-A. We'll have to ask Mr. Skin about him. Parker Titsworth. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, right. Uh, Louisiana Tech wide receiver, DeColdest Crawford. DeColdest. D-E Coldest. It's DeColdest there. DeColdest. Yes. DeColdest. It's DeColdest this morning here. Yes. Uh, FIU tight end, Rowdy Beers. That's yes, cool that's great. Rowdy you gotta Beers. You got to bring that guy to the frat party. You, you're drinking with Rowdy Beers. Rowdy Beers. No doubt. Yep. Auburn, outside linebacker this year, Jaden Muskrat. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. Captain and Tennille did a song about yes. that. A little Muskrat love. And I love that song, yeah. Uh, playing for Charlotte this year, outside linebacker, Panda Askew. Oh, Panda Askew. It would have been better if he was Panties Askew. Tiger Shanks. He goes to UNLV. <laughs> oh, He's nice. He's an OL. Yeah, nice. You don't want him in prison. Tiger if yeah. if yeah. your cellmate no. is Tiger, Tiger Shanks, Shanks, you're in trouble. Fish McWilliams. <laughs> Where's he at? He's UAB. Nice. Fish Alabama, McWilliams. Birmingham. All right. Uh, now, this kid plays uh, college ball, but at the University of Kentucky. Okay. Octavius Oxendide. <laughs> That's Key and Peele, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah. Boy, these are real. Yeah. Uh, there's a kid out of Duke. Mem- uh, memorable Factor. All right. Memorable Factor? University. It sounds like a horse. He's in the Preakness. Uh, it does sound it like does. a horse yes. name. And coming up on the outside. Right. Memorable Factor. Uh, Pip. Uh, nope. Pig. Nope. 
Oh, this guy, this poor kid. Who would, <laughs> who would do this to their kid? I assume that it's a nickname. No, no, no. No, no that's no, his, his name. His last name is Cage. Uh-huh. And he's a linebacker at UTSA, and his first name is Pig. Pig. <laughs> Pig. Pig That's Pig. great. That is great. Now, there's a guy down in North Texas. His last name is uh, Billity, B-I-L-I-T-Y. Billity is the last name. Guess his first name. Ah. Uh. Mo. <laughs> Mo. Mo Billity. <laughs> Mobility. Oh, come on, but it's, that's... But it's M-O-H. <laughs> Mobility. Okay, that all, oh, man. Uh, Alabama defensive back, Kool-Aid McKinstry. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. Wait, Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid yeah. McKinstry. Yeah. I bet when he was a kid, he drank a lot the of Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. UNC has a defensive back named Storm Duck. I like it. Major... Do you remember Stormy Case? Do you remember uh, that yeah, quarterback back in the day? Do, right, yeah. And then I mean, he had a brother, too. He played that in the was, league, Stormy He Case. played for the Cardinals, very handsome man. And then he had a uh, brother that had, like, a natural disaster name as well. Stormy Case. Yes. I think he's in, like, the Lions Hall of Fame. That's <laughs> 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 how bad they were. Uh, defensive back out of LSU this year, current player, okay. Ma- Major Burns. Major hey. Burns. That's off of Frank. MASH. Frank. Yeah. Central Arkansas has Dude Person. Dude Person. <laughs> and Dude Person. And, and we'll finish with this one. Uh, Boston College defensive linebacker. The last name, Sila, Sila, S-I-L-A-H. Okay. But his first name, I don't know if I could say it, Torg, but it's a, a name. Can I say S-H-I-T-T-A-H? <laughs> Shit, Asyla? Yeah. Can I say, say it really yeah. fast. Say it really, really fast. Yeah. Let it all run together. <laughs> would, would then we're be, good. Would that be Sheeta? Yes. Sheeta. I'm sure yeah. Sheeta. Sheeta Sila. It's spelled S-H-I-T-T-A-H, Sila. Yes. Sheeta Sila. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop, Jerry. Stop. Don't say it again. Oh, no. I'm We're getting a tap good. on the shoulder from the boss here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got the pontoons watching us. Nice. You're listening out on the boats. Docks yeah. are full. The docks are full. Now, Jerry, I'm not 500 years hey. old. But I'm assuming this might be the first time Ohio State in a non-championship game or a big game is on CBS, 3.30. CBS is taking over the Big Ten. So that'll be Gary Danielson, I hope not. Uh, Vern Lundquist. Uh, I no, know. I think maybe Jim Nance. Okay. Maybe Jim good. Nance well, does it. Good. Yeah, it is that'll Jim Nance. Good. Yes. They're, uh, they're at Indiana. Yep. And let's talk to uh, former Buckeye captain, our buddy, who uh, was out here last year with his brother, Zach Bourne. What's going on, Zach? Hello, Zach. What's up, guys? How are you? Well, Good. Are you excited for the Golden Bachelor? You're a big Bachelor fan, I know. Or is that uh, out of your wheelhouse? I am a big Bachelor fan, but I think that's out of uh, that's out of my wheelhouse. You know, seventy and eighty year olds making out. I don't think it's my forte. Oh, you don't want to see boobs drooping to the knees. No, there's a there's a funny line that I won't mention on air from a Billy Madison movie that uh, that makes me think of the Golden Bachelor, and I'm, yeah, just not, torque, not not our thing, Torque. Torque had a <laughs> Torque had a great line earlier. He said instead of a rose, he's gonna, they're going to hand out uh, blue pills. <laughs> <laughs> or handed himself out blue pills. 
<laughs> hey, uh, let, let's start off with uh, this Buckeye team and uh, the two quarterbacks playing. What have you heard? What did Devin Brown do in the offseason to make this a competition, and how much do you think we'll see? I don't think it's anything he did. Uh, both quarterbacks are super talented. You know, I've been talking to a bunch of people. It's not like this is uh, Canal Winchester football where you have a quarterback who can't throw, right, or two quarterbacks that you don't know if they're going to be able to get the ball down the field. This is Ohio State. They're two former five-star quarterbacks um, who are both really talented in their own in their own way. So uh, I think it just came down to who they feel the most comfortable with, who took care of the ball most in fall camp, and obviously that guy's Cal McCord. Jeez, my kid is calling me on the other line, Zach, crying like T.O. That's my QB, he's saying. I, I, I know. I was giving Canal Winchester. That's my QB, Zach. Hey, Don't be hey, dogging on my – on my. On air. Of yeah, all yeah. High schools Jeez, you, you pick on my Canal. school. Jeez, come on, Zach. How about uh, Lancaster? That's who we're playing tonight. All right, there you uh, go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, uh, with the is the is the biggest question mark with this team with who they lost? Is it the offensive line, or is there another position that you're looking at that maybe thinks okay they got more to prove? You know, obviously, there's a lot of questions with the offensive line, but leave them fall camp. They're super confident in what that offensive line is able to do. Um, I think it, it, I mean, I I hate to kind of contradict myself, but obviously the the position group that they've got the most questions about is quarterback. And it's just because you're losing a guy like C.J. Stroud, number two overall pick in the NFL draft. you're uber talented across the board. The defense is the deepest deepest it's ever been. I think a lot of people had questions about the secondary. That secondary is going to be completely different this year than it was last year. You've got some corners who have a completely different mindset and are going to bring a brand new attitude to that back end. You've got some safeties who are just... Did we lose them there? Zach... Call him back, Rich. I think he hung up. Yeah. Well, I did it. He made fun of my quarterback, so he was a I, I hung up yeah. on him. Well, I did it. I, you don't make fun of my quarterback. I'll hang up on you. So opening yeah. on, on the road in a conference game, a little unusual for the Buckeyes, but I think it will. I think the spread is really, and, and I, I think but, it's something to do with how good this program is. When you're 30 points on the road, new quarterback, right? And against another Big Ten team, they're not playing Akron. You know, they're playing no, another Big I, Ten team. That I, tells you something about what people think about Ohio State. I think State. they will benefit from that, given that they have Notre Dame coming up. Is Notre Dame uh, week two or I believe two week or three. three. Zach, Notre Dame week three? Notre Dame's week four. Four, okay. Four, yeah, so they'll four. have yeah. three to get ready for Notre Dame. Yeah. Because that's going to be a battle up there. they got a tough schedule this year. It most definitely will. I think you look at the schedule you've got at Notre Dame, which is going to be tough. You obviously play Penn State, but it's at home. But then the week right. after Penn State. At Wisconsin. At Wisconsin, which is going to be at really Michigan. tough. And at Michigan. It, they've got a tough schedule this year. And the at Wisconsin game is going to be a night game, which is going to I be agree. tougher and matter. I agree. Hey, Zach, Zach uh, with this defense, and Jim Knowles took over. They paid him a lot of money. I think he makes over $2 million a year for a defensive coordinator. Uh, all the way up till that Michigan game, they looked like a dominant defense. The problem is against Michigan and Georgia, they got thrashed. What do you look for? You're a Buckeye fan watching to see if they've made the necessary changes to make sure that doesn't happen again. 
I hate to say it, I don't think you're really going to see those changes until probably the Notre Dame game because it's going to be the first true big game where, you know, third and medium, third and long, what's Jim Knowles dial up? I think throughout the entire year, you know, everyone's excited about Jim Knowles' defense because they were aggressive. It wasn't that same old, you know, 4-2-5, 4-3 defense, kind of bend but don't break. And then finally, you know, the Michigan game and Georgia game, it just comes back to kind of bite you. And so what's going to happen in those big games, those big downs? Is he going to dial up the pressure like he did last year? Is he going to sit back and kind of play to the sticks is what they call it? Um, and, and I think he is. He's talked about it. You know, he, he's been very vocal that he did a lot of self-scouting after the Michigan game and Georgia game. And um, you're definitely going to see some changes. And, you know, Zach, a lot of people, uh, I mean, for obvious reasons over the years, lean into that end-of-the-year game up in Ann Arbor or here. But I've seen Penn State on a lot of guys. Penn State in the playoffs. Everyone's talking about Penn State in the playoffs. Yeah, Um, they are. A lot of NFL talent, they say, on that team. Tons. um, You know, when you talk about draft-eligible guys this year, they might have the most draft-eligible uh, or the, the the most draftees of any Big Ten team this year. They're just that loaded with talent. Um, you know, I, I, this is a big question mark. I think everyone is so confident about Penn State because they finally have a quarterback that was highly uh, highly recruited, highly rated, and it's his time to shine. When's the last time Penn State had a five star quarterback come in there that you know you, you look you look at? I give you here, one. I'll give you one, and he didn't pan out. Hackenberg. Okay, yeah. Okay. He was a five-star guy. He just didn't pan out. You're right, but what, that was 13, yeah. or four, 13 14 around that time, and they had – Seems they, like they, yesterday, Zach. Yeah, but they, they had yeah, but a lot right. of hype. <laughs> they, they had a lot of hype, though. Going into that season, think about it. They had a yeah. lot of hype back then, you know? And, uh, heck, that, that's what basically lost Bill O'Brien his job. Yeah. Hey, uh, from a guy, and if people, and we're talking with Zach Bourne, and if people don't remember Zach's senior season, he went from running back to middle linebacker, and a guy who made the the same switch as you. I am surprised, but maybe I shouldn't be. That Steel Chambers, it's almost seamless, Zach, that he went, and there were struggles early on, and that's natural, but he went from running back and a pretty decent one to playing really good linebacker. Yeah, Torg, you're giving me a little bit too much credit saying running back. I was I was a full okay, fullback. I'm sorry. Not, yeah, I was trying to not yeah. A running back. Yeah, you were trying to hype me up, which I appreciate that. You got but, to touch uh, the ball. Yeah, your wife's yeah. listening. Yeah, I want to <laughs> run yeah. back. But, Four touchdowns, um, Paul Kai. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, Steele Steel was a really good linebacker. He's from the state of Georgia. Was a t- great two way player. Um, actually, if you go to the Woody Hayes now and you talk to coaches, there were a bunch of coaches who actually wanted him to play linebacker from the beginning. That's what they recruited him as. Steele wanted to be a running back. That's kind of what he loved. That's what he wanted to do. So they gave him that chance to play running back. And then I think he, at some point, saw the writing on the wall from the standpoint of got super talented guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You say, hey, where, where am I going to translate to the NFL the best and the next level? And he has come on at the linebacker position. He's got great instincts. That's the biggest thing. When you look at a linebacker, you don't look at you know, trait, their physical traits are great, you know, speed, height, whatever it might be. But at the end of the day, it's what's their instincts? Do they have a knack for the football? And I don't know if there's a better duo with Steel Chambers and Tommy Eichenberg from the standpoint of being able to read plays, have a nose for the football, and, and be great at tackling. 
Yeah, this defense really uh, changed how uh, Tommy Eichenberg's game is. I mean, he plays super fast now. Hey, let me throw this at you, and the easy answer would be Denzel Burke, but we've seen him play at a high level his freshman year. Who has most the most approved individually? Because to me, it's Jack Sawyer. You're the top recruit in the country. You sit out your senior year of high school because of COVID reasons, or you know, and you knew you were going to Ohio State. But to me, you got you know what third year here. You got to see, you know, four and a half sacks, I think, might have been his most. But you, you really got to, to me, he's the guy who's got to prove it this year. Yeah, I think there's a handful of guys um, that if you look at their performance over the past couple of years from where they were ranked to what they put on the field, um, they obviously, uh, you know, need to prove it. But those guys know that. You know, Jack's coming out and he's finally got – uh, a starting role, you know, he was last year was was going back and forth with JTT and Zach Harrison was here, so he wasn't that that penciled in starter every single game. And so the, there's a there's a mental component to it, knowing like, hey, listen, I know every single snap I'm running out on the field the very first play. And so uh, Jack has a lot to prove. I think Jack's going to have a great season. He's had an amazing off season, changed his body a bunch. Um, and then obviously there's guys in the back end. You know, you mentioned Denzel Burke. Uh, there's another guy, Jordan Hancock, who's going to be starting, who they were absolutely in love with out of the state of Georgia when they recruited him, almost a five-star cornerback. Um, and he was dealing with a whole bunch of hamstring injuries last year. He's finally fully healthy. And from everything that I've heard, he is just having a phenomenal camp. And then you obviously have to look at safeties, right? You know, Lathan Ransom, I think, is a phenomenal player, one of the, the best safeties in, in the Big Ten, maybe even the country. But the way that he ended the season last year with Michigan and Georgia giving up a couple big plays with some slip and falls and um, some missed assignments, he's coming out hungry this year and uh, has something to prove for that as well. Zach, what are you hearing around the conference? Because I think Bielma at Illinois, they're going to be much improved. Smart. No, no, no. Uh, new coach there, Luke Fickle. Or, no. You're thinking Bielma, of all Bielma, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, yeah, Illinois. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. He's doing great things. Uh, Sparty's going to be down this year. But Fickle at uh, Wisconsin, uh, <laughs> now I know they don't get the recruits at Michigan or Ohio State or even Penn State gets. What have you heard with Fickle up in Wisconsin thus far? Who do they have tomorrow? Do we know? <laughs> Because that's the team uh, to watch, yeah, I think. They, they, um, oh, my that's gosh. That's a big question told, mark up yeah, there. It's, um, if Alvarez is doing their schedule, they're playing like Tucson State. Um, yeah, they're, they're not playing anyone all that great tomorrow. I totally yeah. forget who it was. It's not Toledo okay. because I think Toledo plays Illinois. I'm, uh, I forget who they play. But Wisconsin, Wisconsin has a whole bunch of hype. They've got a quarterback, a uh, transfer quarterback, who can absolutely sling it. Braylon Allen is one of the best running backs in college football. He came back. Um, you know, and they're, obvi- uh, they're obviously always yeah. big up front. Um, you know, the, the thing is, is, is Fickle going to be able to turn it around in year one? That's so hard to do. Um, so, you know, what, what's the performance going to be like this year? I think we're going to get a lot of answers Saturday. Just how do they come out? How do they play? What kind of offense are they running? You know, because for so long they've been, you know, uh, 13 personnel, tons of tight ends, just big dudes. Are they going to open it up? Fickles talked about opening up the offense some. You know, what are they going to look like from that aspect? You look across, Illinois is going to have, you know, Illinois, I think, blew people out of the water last year with what they were able to do. Um, they're bringing back some talent. They, they lost Brown, their running back, who was kind of their entire offense. But we'll see what they can do. And then, you know, you look at the East, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State are probably the strongest they've ever been. I would argue – 
the Michigan team this year is the strongest team Harbaugh has ever had at Michigan. And you see what he's done the last two years. Penn State obviously has a ton of hype as we already talked about them. And Ohio State's the deepest group they've ever had. Ryan uh, has come out and mentioned that multiple times about how deep this team is. Um, and so it's who's going to perform on the field, right? October 21st is a huge day for Ohio State against Penn State. And then obviously Thanksgiving Day weekend is a huge, a huge game for Ohio State. And then next year, USC, UCLA. Yeah, and, it's going to be great. What a blast. It's a really good time for college football fans, no doubt. Yeah, and you forgot about Oregon and Washington. You know, those are yeah. two yeah. two great teams who constantly are putting out great talent. Uh, you know, people are saying this year that possibly Oregon or Washington could win the Pac-12. You know, especially with the way USC is playing defense. You know, Bo Nix is at Oregon. Uh, Penix is, is the quarterback at Washington. We'll see what they do, but, man, bringing those four teams to, to the Big Ten. And the other big thing is starting next year, there's no conference – or there's no divisions within the conference. So yeah. it's, an open, it's an open conference. You might next year see the very first time Ohio State and Michigan play on back-to-back weekends. Love it. Love it. Uh, hey, Zach, thanks so much, man. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, guys. I know there's a whole bunch of Pickerington people, too, out there at Papa Boo's. Carla Peters being one of them. So Pickerington They're raising their hands Boo's. right now. Right, there's Carla. There yeah, yeah, right on. There you go. They're having some fun. Take care of them. All right. All right thanks, thanks, Zach. Yes, for the end of Summer Breakfast Club, Woo-hoo! Papa Boo's. Yeah, how's everybody doing here at Papa Boo's today? Come on, let's hear you. And we gave Jerry a mic. Well, I'll tell you what. We Turn on through. that mic, Jerry. It's, it's on. We can't hear you. Yeah, it's on. Yeah. All right, there we right, go. Right, right. I'm kind of surrounded. I feel like Bob Barker surrounded by his beauties down Aww. here with all these women. Well, they all want your trouser trout chair. That is true. What we have is a pair of, we have a uh, mannequin. Nice yep. looking ass on the mannequin, by the and way. And the mannequin is wearing some cargo pants. All right. Yeah, thank, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. The pockets are all lettered, and our contestants are going to guess which pocket my trouser trout is in. <laughs> all right. You make them dig in there, Jerry. Now, be gentle, and we have, uh, we have five young ladies, right? Two girls. Oh. One guy, because well, it's 2023. Well, he identifies, hey. maybe, Jerry. We've got to be inclusive. Do you yeah. identify as a uh, female, sir? I identify as an Apache helicopter. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, you can do that. You can uh, do that now. Uh, okay, you're an Apache helicopter. What's, right. what's he smoking in that vape, Jerry? We, I don't know. What is, uh, what, oh, is your, what is your name for real, sir? Nathan. Okay, Nathan, thank you for participating. And thank you for your service. Mindy. You're an Apache helicopter. Mindy, and where's the other two? Right here, yep. Her shirt says anchors down and bottoms up. Oh. Well. Yeah. What's your name? I'm Tanya. And Tanya, you're from where? From Millersport. Millersport, okay. Home of the <laughs> home of that corn festival. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, we'll, we'll begin with you, Nathan. Go ahead and kick it off. Guess which pocket the trouser trout is in. You can't reach in. Personally, I'm going to have to go for the D. The D. <laughs> what, what's, what's the letter? The D. He the wants the D. D. He wants the he D. He wants go the D. Ahead. All right, how about you, Mindy? A. 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 Mindy is A, and where's? Tanya. Tanya. What pocket? We're not allowed to guess the same. 
Well, uh, you can't have the D. I don't know the rule. You want the D. Don't grab the Don't grab See, that's why we didn't do this with me wearing the pants. <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to do it with me wearing the pants, and HR said not a chance in hell. Because Jerry might have liked because, it. So pick, <laughs> give, give us a letter. What's your pick? The B. The B. Give you the B. We got a B, a B, an A, and, and a, a D. D. All right, Kevin, if you'd reach in, do uh, do A first. Ooh. Dig deep, Kev. What is it? What is it? An octopus <laughs> and a seahorse. <laughs> oh. Where's the price is right? Don't, don't go far. We got a T-shirt for you. All right. Go to uh, what was the other letter? B for Tanya. Tanya's B is. Oh, that's my trouser snake. Yeah. <laughs> huh? yeah, you like a little of that. <laughs> little bit of Jerry Snake there, huh? About the same size, it's, too. It's, <laughs> all right, worm. It's a worm. <laughs> it's a very tiny worm. It's a grub. But it's cold. It's a grub. It, it, it is it's cold. a grub. <laughs> it's pre-worm. All right, Nathan for you. Kevin, if you'd reach into pocket D for Nathan. Or D, well. <laughs> it's the trout. Oh, yeah! oh, Nathan. We've got, where's Michael at? We've got some uh, concert tickets for you, Nathan. Yes. And we got to get that We've cash machine going. We've got a T-shirt for Tanya and Mindy. Thank you so much for playing. All right, my trouser trout. Yes, and we'll do a little Michael Evans next. Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling, your climate hero. Everybody at Papa Boo's, give it up for Michael Evans! Give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up, up, up. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Uh, let's jump right to the movie review. It is the end of the Equalizer franchise, Equalizer 3, in my opinion, the best one. Uh, Denzel Washington, he likes to be called Denzel, by the way, but anyway, Denzel Washington has never been better. Uh, it's a calculated, planned, subtle revenge movie. Big surprises. Oh, I like revenge. Oh, I do too. Big surprises. No. <laughs> mixing old school with new twists. Did you say no? No, I said yes. Oh, I thought I heard her say no. Um, it's good versus evil. I think you're going to love it. It was filmed in Italy, and man, I, I've never been there, but boy, Italy never looked more beautiful. And Washington, man, he is one badass in this movie. He is great in that role. Well, I'll tell you what. And, and Dakota Fanning is fabulous as, a, one, as one the big co-star. I mean, she's great, too. Uh, rated R, under two hours, three and a half stars. And Denzel Washington is one of my real all-time favorite actors. So I got a little trivia about Denzel you might not know, but it's kind, of, kind of interesting. Okay. He was named Denzel after the doctor who delivered him. He went to military high school. He attended Fordham University in New York, received a journalism degree, and while attending a Fordham alumni function, got to know another Fordham graduate. They became best friends, former Los Angeles Dodger announcer Vince Scully. No way. No way. Both of them went to Fordham. Wow. And Denzel's best friend, he says, is Julia Roberts. A little scoop there for you. Pelican um, brief, right? Yes, Pelican yeah, Brief. Yes, exactly. Great movie. Good call. Three rooted celebrities, according to a new list from publicists. 
three rudest celebrities. Number three, Michael Jordan. Number two, Tom Cruise. And this shocked me. Number one, Adam Levine. Never knew him. Yeah, I, I see that. You know, Michael Jordan, you know, was he would golf in Phoenix when I worked there, Michael. And he wouldn't tip the caddies. He would tell the caddies, your tip is you just got to caddy for Michael Jordan. Exactly. What a piece of work. On I get hand, it with, with Michael Jordan or Tom Cruise. Adam Levine? Uh. <laughs> yeah. The three nicest celebrities. Number three, Tom Hanks. Number two, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Number one, you ready? Keanu Reeves. Believe it. Guys, that doesn't surprise me a bit. Henry Winkler. I know he's got to be up there. He's just a great guy. In fact, I'm yep. looking at a picture in my office of me and Henry Winkler. Uh, very cool. Years ago. Hey, look, we're family. We've been together a long time, so I want to share some personal story with you. You know, I had COVID a month ago after testing negative. About a week later, I started getting this long COVID, the brain fog. It comes and goes. Lasts a few minutes to a few hours. Dizziness, a little confusion. I mean, then I find out yesterday, doing a little research, there are celebrities that have it. Gwyneth Paltrow has it. Simon Cowell has it. Justin Bieber has it. Billie Eilish has it. So don't get it, guys, because you don't want it. But it goes away eventually. So That'll be uh, our trivia question later. What do Michael Evans and Billie Eilish share in common? Yes. <laughs> and it's not green hair. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I like your picks, by the way. Uh, I really like Colorado. Yeah, I sent Michael his picks. Yeah. Preemptive oh. strike. <laughs> there you uh, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what are you doing for the for the holiday? I'm going to Vegas in the morning, Mike. Are you really? I yeah. am indeed. I'll be watching the Buckeyes from the sports book somewhere. Well, that's, that's going to be quite a game, Indiana Buckeyes. I don't know what's going to happen on that thing. Uh, I'll be pulling for the Buckeyes. But I don't know if I'll, I'll cover the spread. That's my question. I'm going to put 100 on Torx Vikings to win the Super Bowl. Oh, boy. Oh, Just boy. hand me the 100. <laughs> for me, for me, be for me, I'm going to be singing. It's Aloha Friday. No, we're killed. Tuesday, we're going to play today. Aloha Friday. Good luck to the Buckeyes and meanly. Klikamaka, Howley Maka, Hiki Ho, Lily Yokalani, Lani, 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 How appropriate to hear that as we're sitting here on the water from your. All right, here's your hot five audio cuts for your end of summer breakfast club. Cut number one Chiefs coach Andy Reid on the Chris Long podcast on getting a play from a strange source. I took one from a janitor one time at Green Bay. I mean, I just, <laughs> oh, no, I, you got to tell me this. Well, no, we had a janitor. It was a mom and pop uh, group that cleaned our facility forever. And then they worked game day. And, you know, this guy kept telling me who's a, he was the owner of the company, the father of the, the family. And he goes, I've got this play for you. And he kept telling me this over and over. Finally, I said, okay, here's a card. Draw up the play. And he drew up the play. I go, dang, that's pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. We called the play just before halftime. And it scored. And he starts hitting his wife. And he's going, that's my play. That's my play. And she's going, yeah, right. Yeah, sure it is. And that, uh, you know, that's, uh, well, we'll take it from anywhere. There you go. Janitor. The janitor. The janitor and Rudy being his inspiration. <laughs> All right, Tor, clip number two. You know, chefs tell you. To improve something, you add bacon, right? Yep. I don't know if that's true in this case. Billy Joel on stage, Tuesday night, Madison Square Garden. Here we go. 
Please welcome Mr. Kevin Bacon. And I bring to you my songs I like to spend a day or two But I can't stay there long You may be right I may be crazy But it just may be a lunatic you're looking for It's too late to fight Too late to change Kevin Bacon, and I think hey. as a Kevin Bacon as a singer is a really good actor. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. Uh, yes. Yes. Cut number three here. History was made in baseball last night with uh, the Braves and the Dodgers and Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna at the plate. Ronald Hammers is to left center. That ball is history. And Ronald Acuna Jr. just made history. He has Major League Baseball's first ever 30-60 season, and he does it in grand fashion. There you go. 30 home runs, 60 stolen bases in a season. Pretty damn impressive. Yeah, but not, really as, not as impressive as cut number four, I'll tell you that. This cut gives me a hofty. Uh, that's why I put it in there for all you Buckeye fans. Tomorrow's the big day opening OH college football. And we go back to 2007. Time running out. Michigan's going to kick a winning field goal against App State. Here we go. Already snap good the whole oh, the kick is oh. the Mountaineers are gonna try to it's take it to the big house. Thirty, the big house. 20, 15, wow. the Mountaineers are just beating the Michigan Wolverines. Remember this day, men, for it will be yours for all time. Jerry Moore gets a ride off the field. What a win. Is this heaven? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, cut number five. A Nebraska man was pulled over in his convertible. Who was riding shotgun? A bull. Here's the police captain. The officers received a call reference a car driving into town that had a, a cow in it. They thought that it was going to be you know, like a calf, something smaller, something that actually fit inside the vehicle. As a result, the, the officer performed a traffic stop and addressed some traffic violations that were occurring uh, with that particular uh, situation. I just showed Whoa. Jerry the picture. <laughs> Mess with the bull, get the horns. Yep. Look at those horns on that Holy thing. That is cow. great. That well, is a longhorn right at there. At least he's got yeah. the safety gate wow. on the side. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want the bowl to safe. fall out or anything. <laughs> and that is your hot five. Dude, that movie sucked. It's crap. The movie's garbage. <laughs> the Fat Guy Movie Review with Torg and Elliot. You're going to need a bigger potion. On QFM 96. Yes, we have a part three and something. Uh, 
with Hillary Swank. Kevin, and she's back. Kevin Carr, fat guys at themovies.com. What's up, man? Hey, hey Kevin. Kevin. Hey, guys. What's happening? What you would you would up? love the a la carte breakfast here, Kevin. Oh, really? Yeah, Tell breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. Ooh. Cheese, biscuits. Sausage. Oh, just all, the, just all the fats and proteins that you want. Yeah, Damn absolutely. Right. That's what we're all about, fat and protein. That's, that's what I'm made of. That could be the name of our show, yeah. Fat and Protein. protein. In the morning. Hey, Equalizer <laughs> 3, I don't even re- recall the first two, but Equalizer 3 must have been good to make three of them. Well, yeah, and, uh, well, first of all, you got to realize that Labor Day weekend's never been a huge movie weekend. It, it's not like Fourth of July or Memorial Day. Everyone's trying to kind of get their last-ditch effort of being in the summer out there. But there are some movies that do quite well, and, and the last two Equalizer movies, uh, which go all the way back to 2014, they've all, they've all starred Denzel Washington, they've all been directed by Antoine Fuqua, and they tend to do well over Labor Day weekend, uh, which is... Which would just somehow just sort of clicks for this. Um, it's based on the old TV series from the 80s that my mom wouldn't let me watch because it was too violent. But <laughs> um, yeah, it was like CBS, like nine o'clock on it a was Friday. CBS, yes. Yeah, and who yeah, was that it, actor it, that yeah, played it, the lead? Yeah, so it's bald old white guy. Yeah, it was a white yeah, guy. Bald yeah. old white guy. Yeah, British dude, Robin, Robin yeah. something. I can't remember his name. But um, and they, I think they rebooted the series on TV with uh, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. But, yeah. But this is the the the, the 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 movie version of it, where <clears throat> Washington plays a uh, he basically an ex military guy who goes from place to place and he like, he helps people who who can't fight for themselves. So so he's like it, kung fu kinda. Yeah, kind of kind of that you know he yeah. helps people out, and uh, in this one he ends up in this little quaint Sicilian village and <laughs> the mafia is leaning on the people there, so he's got to stand in the way and. Uh, you know, he just sort of scraps it up with the mafia. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit absurd and silly because it would have probably ended up a lot uglier uh, for the for the good guys uh, the way he gets involved. But it's it's a, it's a cartoon, really, what it is, and it, it's and it's very violent and it's got a lot of blood and gore. Oh, I like it. I'm gonna but, love but it. A lot of explosive uh, explosives. There's some explosives, but not as he's much more of. Much more of a stabby kind of guy. Is it, is it like John? Oh. Is it like John Wick gore or? Well, yeah, a little bit. I mean, it, I would say this reminds me a lot of like the old Death Wish movies with Charles Bronson back in ah. the '80s, uh, you know, or the Dirty Harry movie where, he, but he's not acting in sort of any official capacity. Where it's just the older guy sort of grinding his gears against the bad guys and feels very spaghetti westernish because you know it takes place in italy so you got the italian sure. backdrop and you've got that sort of sense of american frontier justice that he brings to it so um i i enjoy these movies and and this one's let's put it this way if you like the other two you're probably gonna like this one i mean if you're chomping at the bit for the taylor swift concert tickets at uh, in your in your local theater you might want to sit this one out is uh par- opens it up for a part four I, I mean, there, I guess there could be, but I, from what I've heard, this was supposed to be the last one. I mean, Denzel, he, he's, he's like 60. Yeah, he's kind well, of he's doing the Liam Neeson. Yes, yeah. 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 And even if they, they even make some jokes, like points, point out that he's getting old in, in this does one. It, I mean, does it move pretty well, the pace pretty, pretty fast? It, it's not as 
efficient as it could be. It takes a while to get to the stabbing of the the mafia people. Uh, oh God, yeah. But I mean, it doesn't over really overstay its welcome. It's like a good hour forty. The the We're, scene I saw the preview. The scene where the mafia, the the mob guy, they're in the uh, expensive Italian restaurant. Yeah. And he finally confronts uh, Denzel, and Denzel kicks his ass <laughs> inside, yeah, it, right it, at the it, table. Well, puts the guy down. Order up. Puts the guy down. It looks oh. good. I'm like, oh, yeah, Check, I love please. that. I love well, and that. it's the way Denzel does it because he has such a just a good solid delivery, and he just engages and 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 uh, yeah, it's 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 those scenes are really cool to watch. Um, do you do you need to watch one and two to get this? I don't think so. I mean, as long as you just know that that's kind of his background. This isn't. It's it's not like. There's like a couple little things of like referring to something from the previous films, but yeah, you can probably go in cold this one and uh, be okay with it. All right, so how many Dirty Harrys do you give this one? I'll give it three out of five. I don't know. That makes it sound respectable. Sounds, right. It sounds almost okay. sexual. I'll give you the Dirty Harry when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> three of them, in fact. All right, what's this? Uh, Hillary Swank is back in The Good Mother. You've been on this show too long, Kevin. <laughs> So, uh, The Good Mother, uh, Hillary Swank, it's, it's a smaller movie, it's, it's a more independent movie, uh, but it's, it's out here in Columbus. Uh, it, it's, it stars her as a mother who learns her, one of her sons has been shot and killed, and he's estranged already, he, he's, a, he's a drug addict, and he's, uh, he hasn't kept in great touch with him because he's dealing with the addiction and, and, and everything to go with that. And then she ends up having an unlikely pairing with his pregnant girlfriend to try and find out the circumstances of why he was killed and who did it and sort of doing this, like, little investigation. And, and it, it's hard to the right place because it's trying to bring the, you know, some light to the opioid crisis issue. And that's a complex uh, situation, and there's a lot of facets to it. It sort of tries to tell it from the family's point of view. But one of the problems you get into with this is – you don't want to sensationalize it too much because then it doesn't serve the uh, the, the purpose of it. And if, it, if you take too much dramatic license, it feels too much like just a TV show. And so they struggle with that in the plot. And like I said, I think it's it's doing the right thing. Uh, it just doesn't do it as, as well as it could. Okay, gotcha. You know what movie was on HBO last night? It's weird that we're doing this. Do you remember the movie The Good Son? Was Macaulay Culkin yes, in that? Yes, and, oh yes, yeah, and Elijah Wood. Yes, and Elijah Wood. Frodo Baggins as a little kid, yeah. Where at the end they have the fight on the cliff, the two little eight-year-olds. Well, and I yeah, love that. that the, yeah. It's been so long. It's probably been about 30 years since I've seen that. But I remember that being, as you watch it, you're just like, oh, they, they just made little kids do the, the adult, you know, wasn't fight. that Wasn't that, Kevin, it was almost kind of based off that old movie, The Bad Seed, instead of a female yeah, psychopath. Well, they made Macaulay the bad. The, uh, I'm certain that there was some connective tissue there. The, the bad seat. Uh, bad seat's a great little movie. It's it's oh, insidious, yeah. uh, and it's got the weirdest ending because uh, it, at the time the Hayes Code, you couldn't let bad guys win, so they <laughs> just it's just the weirdest <laughs> ending that doesn't fit the rest of the film. Uh, and but, Hillary but, Swank had been MIA for quite some yeah, time. We, she was the toast of uh, the town of Hollywood there for. After what million dollar baby and all that? Well, and the uh, won, one she movie, won a couple Oscars because she yeah. came out really strong yeah. with Boys Don't Cry. I mean, no yeah, that's it. Boys Don't Cry. Kid. With that million dollar baby, I the most said depressing movie ever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh it is. God, it's it heavy, is. heavy. 
Yeah. yeah it's, it's, I could never get past that Jay Leno chin of hers. Well, I Whenever mean, she's, she's on screen. Strong, strong John Lye. Yeah, she Well, what's does. funny yeah. is she's done. And some woman. She's done some other <laughs> stuff. Like, she was in that movie, The Hunt, that was a real controversial, like, right before, like right at the beginning of the pandemic. And she was in this, uh, this sort well, of. Well, that's like, when they were, they were uh, killing conservatives. Well, it was, yeah, well, it was, yeah, that was sort of like what it was based on. There was more to it in the movie. Uh, but yeah, that was that 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 kind of was what made the news for that one. Um, but she was also in this like sort of this sexual thriller that came out Go like on. in twenty twenty one. It was called Fatal. It ended up popping at the chart of Netflix most watched movies like a couple weeks ago uh, by Dion Taylor. And it was it, so she's showed up, and I think she did a TV show. So she's been running around here doing stuff, but at no million dollar baby lately. Let's just all right. So what do you? What do you give the good mother? Uh, you know, I'm kind of like two and a half out of five, two and a half moms out of five. Yeah, okay. And any time you pause like that, Kevin, you could take two a half a, point two off. Two and a half mothers. Yeah. Mother. Yeah, taking a knee uh, on that one. All right, so what do we got next week? Anything big? Uh, next week you've got The Nun 2, which Nun is two. Uh, a new <laughs> yes. horror movie. There's going to be a bunch of horror movies. you got The Exorcist movie coming in about a month, too. They oh, that moved that. Good. They moved The Exorcist movie a week early, so it wasn't in competition with Taylor Swift. Oh, gotcha. Which well, they could have done the, what, a Barbenheimer thing, and they could have called it The Exorcist Weekend. Yeah, yes. yeah right. <laughs> right. Hey, so what's your website, Kevin? Fatguysatthemovies.com. Thanks, Thanks man. Ohio State Fair.